Let's talk wellness, ladies. I know some of you love yourself. A new wellness brand, something to hop on, and let me tell you about Fleur Marche. They deliver simple, quality, and affordable wellness solutions. Founded by women and inspired by the female dreamers, hustlers, and activists on the front lines of change, their mission is to help you feel 100% every single day with fun and easy-to-understand plant-powered wellness products. Their plant-based wellness patches deliver ingredients topically. These ingredients are then absorbed into the skin and into the bloodstream. You just stick it right on your skin. They're vegan, cruelty-free, latex-free, tested for pesticides, herbicides, and other contaminants before and after production. Find your new wellness essentials at fleurmarche.com and get a special discount just for the Alexi listeners. Get 20% off your first order site-wide with promo code LEXI at checkout. Orders over $50 get free shipping. Go to F-L-E-U-R-M-A-R-C-H-E.com and use code LEXI for 20% off your first order. Are you looking for a new and healthier way to unwind? Let me tell you about Recess Mood. It's infused with functional ingredients. It's not just a sparkling water. It has mood-lifting magnesium and stress-balancing adaptogens so you can relax without the alcohol or the hangover. It comes in four delicious flavors, strawberry rose, tropical bliss, blood orange, and raspberry lemon. I think raspberry lemon's my favorite. I do like strawberry rose a lot as well. I love a fun beverage. It's nice to crack one open, pour it over ice, to unwind at home, chill on the couch, treat yourself to a night in. It's a great replacement for alcohol. It's also a way to stay balanced while on the go when you're running errands. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. So head to takearecess.com slash Lexi and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Like this show and want to make your own? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free and there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You can even add songs from Spotify directly into your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm Lexi Lombard, the host of this podcast, the At Lexi Podcast, and my life has completely changed since yesterday, and I can't believe that I feel comfortable enough to share it, but I do, and I'm going to take advantage of that. I might have trouble saying the sentence out loud, but I, I want to document this, and if anyone out there has gone through this, I want I want to know you. I want to talk to you. So yesterday, my mother died. (laughs) She um, had a heart attack unexpectedly and was not sick. Um, I've actually been in Los Angeles for the past few weeks and I expected to show up with this episode still being in California and sharing with you my plan to stay for a while. Um, My last episode was with my friend Claudia, and I was just having such a great time. I had the most beautiful week and was just having the most beautiful time in California. Um, And then at three in the morning yesterday, 
I received a call from my dad and he gave me the news. He was at the hospital and I, uh, my cousin and my aunt, they booked a flight for me and I, I took an 845 flight to Dulles Airport from LAX and I'm here now with my, my dad and family is coming in and it's definitely one of the more strange and unexpected no, it's not. Nothing. <laughs> this whole year, this whole past year, 2020, 2021, has been full of surprises. And I said this in some episode that I think 2020 took away our ability to be surprised. But I will say it. I was surprised. Um, I don't want to give too many details on my mom because <laughs> just for her privacy. But I feel like maybe it could help. And it also would explain why, why this is an uh, even more of a shock. My mom was very sick. Um, she had diabetes when she was, ooh, I think two or three. And, you know, her brothers and mom and dad were told that she wouldn't even make it to be 20 years old. And she did. And they didn't think she would ever get married, let alone have a baby. And she did. When she wanted to have a child, the doctor said, no way, you are not healthy enough to carry a baby. This is not a good idea. She went ahead. She wanted a baby girl. And the universe gave her a baby girl. And I was born. And I'm so proud of who I am today. And I'm, I know she was so proud of me. She loved me so much. My mother loved me so much I can't think about her too much because then I won't be able to speak I almost have to and disconnect from her and and connect with just the the story and the storytelling to keep going and keep moving but like I said I think this is important and I I really want to have evidence because I'm sure this is not going to be the only episode I mean this is a huge impacting factor on my life of course this is not going to be the only episode that touches on the death of a parent but I will say no matter what your relationship is with your mother if it's good bad ugly anything that death is going to impact you in ways that you will never be able to imagine ever 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 and i'm sitting here in my childhood bedroom with bentley the little maltese in my lap she's my grandma's dog but i like to pretend that she's my own and i'm just rubbing her back right now and i'm holding on to this, this little random crystal that my friend kaylee gave to me which wow um in terms of how i'm coping and how i'm doing my cousin Morgan, whom I, I love so, so much, picked me up from the airport, and she's a rock. She's, uh, I don't know what I would do without her. I'm so grateful to have her, and she took me back to my house, and when I got there, my my friend Kaylee and her mom, who are child, she's a childhood friend, so obviously with childhood friends, their mothers are like second mothers to you, and it was I was so glad that they were there, but I walk in and my dad and I just hold each other. Oh, I just feel so bad for my dad. <laughs> because I'm an only child. You know, my mom was sick, she couldn't risk it. And I have so much guilt for all the years that I didn't realize that. And as a little kid, I would get so mad at her for me not having siblings. And I didn't know. Didn't know. I didn't understand that. 
but I just feel, you know, I just worry for my dad. I know he's strong. I know it's okay, but you know, it's a big house and he's all alone. I mean, it's just, I'm happy to be here. Um, the circumstances, uh, aside. Anyway, so Kaylee was here with me and she stayed with me all day until my dad's sister showed up. Um, she held me throughout the night while I cried. This seems to be a running theme. I am a sensitive girl. I am an emotional girly. When I was with Claudia, there was one night where I I had a little bit of a breakthrough and she just held me while I cried for a few minutes and got it all out and it was really beautiful. I've been crying so, so much. And you know what's so wild is I haven't posted the vlog from Los Angeles because I was just giving myself time to edit. I actually had a sponsor that I was waiting on, but now my management is definitely pushing all sponsorships back because of this news. Um, but I, I'm still going to post that vlog. I really love it. Um, but one of the things that I did while I was with Claudia is have a full moon circle. It was really fun. It was really inspiring. It was really beautiful. And one of the major topics just throughout our week was mothers and what it's like to be a daughter and what it's like to, to have a mother and that concept and that bond because everyone had a mother at some point. That's the only way we can get here. And um, it's just like I was saying, it doesn't matter the relationship that you have with your mother when she goes, it is, it is indescribable, and my mother, for those who don't know, and I'm so happy that some of you do know, I'm so happy that some of you know her and got to see her, because you really did get to see her, um, she was so joyful, my mom had every reason in the world to complain, she was so sick, um, I didn't even finish telling her the story because there's there's a positive part. I, I can't believe I forgot to finish that part. I'll get back there. She had every reason in the world to complain. She had so many health problems and she never did. She smiled her whole life. Her whole life. She was so bright and and just so sunny and so warm. And she tried her best always. And she would have done anything she could for me. Absolutely anything. And uh, I'm going to miss her. I do miss her so much. Anyway, so my mom had diabetes and was not taking care of herself. And she had a failing pancreas and failing kidneys. And um, one day in 2013, I was a junior in high school. My parents and I were watching Survivor. And as soon as the episode ends, the phone rings. And... I don't even remember who answered, my dad or my mom, but one of them did, and it was just, you know, I'm hearing on the other end, uh-huh, uh-huh, okay, we'll pack a bag, we'll be right there. After eight years, my mom got off a transplant list, she had organs that were ready to be hers, and she was next on the list, so we went to Fairfax Hospital, and my mom was in surgery, and it, I feel like she was in the hospital for about a week, it's one of the worst, scariest weeks of my life, but the surgery went well. And she got a new pancreas and new kidneys. <laughs> and because she got a new pancreas, it produced insulin and she was no longer diabetic and she was no longer sick. For, for 51 years, okay, no, she was two or three. So for 40, 
48 to 49 years of her life, she was so sick. And, and then she got a second chance and she really got to live. And she, she would speak about it like her life really began after that surgery. And I mean, my mom was really sick. Like I learned how to use a gluco gun when I was like three or four years old because my mom would pass out and, and her blood sugar would go low and I, and I would have to get her a Coke. And if she wasn't responding, I would have to stick a, a needle in her and to, to give her insulin. And I mean, not scary things for a, a kid to deal with for sure. But after she got her tra- transplant, that was a piece of the past. I mean, she wasn't diabetic anymore. She was so healthy. And then when quarantine happened, I was terrified. I was absolutely terrified because, I mean, my mom is on a ton of, was on a ton of medication just to make sure that she was in the healthiest body that she could be. I mean, the amount of medication that woman had to take was unbelievable, but she was healthy. I mean, she had to go to the doctors a lot and she would call me, she would FaceTime me and say like, they love my levels. I'm doing so great. And I was always so happy for her. And, um, uh, I've lost my train of thought. Oh, and then quarantine happened. I was so scared, but she and my dad decided to take their health into their own hands and they joined Noom. (laughs) Hashtag ad. Um, just kidding. They joined Noom and they started swimming and biking and walking. And I ended up spending two months of my summer with them biking and swimming and walking and, and it was amazing and cooking. And we, that was one of the most special summers of my whole life in it. I've never bonded with my parents like that before because I wasn't going to risk seeing any friends. Absolutely not. I, I was not going to even put my mom in the slightest danger. When I came home, I, I said, I'm only seeing you, you two and other family members. So I would see my cousin Morgan and my grandmother Lola, but no one else. I mean, if you'd, it, it was very strict. Um, and when I was in Virginia, the only people I saw were my parents, you know, and we bonded so tightly. And, and I was so excited because, you know, my mom had been getting healthy from her transplant and then she was getting healthy on her own terms. And she was just so full of life and so vibrant. And this is the healthiest I've ever seen her. So it's, it's scary and, and confusing and shocking and ironic that this is when she went at what I believe to be her healthiest state. But I was talking to my therapist and she was telling me that when people go to a cardiologist and they want to know, like, how's my heart? You know, am I going to be good? I want to run a marathon. Can you let me know? Is everything all right? And the cardiologist has no way of telling someone if they're going to have a heart attack. There's no way of knowing. Um, and my mom didn't have any heart problems, so that was a, a surprising way for her to go very, very quickly. Um, there was no suffering, um, no pain. It, it all happened very fast, which is what makes it feel so unreal. Like I said, I was in California, so we were just FaceTiming. And Easter is one of our favorite holidays in my family. We hate Christmas. <laughs> I hate Christmas so much. We've always had we've had too many bad Christmases and it just spoiled the holiday. It's funny though, because you guys, a lot of you look forward to my annual stocking video with my mom, which I didn't post this year because I ended up, um, like having other videos I had to post. And by the time it was time to edit that one, it was long past Christmas, but I think I should, 
I think I should post it or do something with it because it's adorable. I just didn't post it because of the holiday, but now knowing it's the last one I'll ever film with my mom, I want I want you guys to see it. Maybe I'll post it home next Christmas. That's so sad. But maybe I will. Maybe maybe that's a good time. Um I I definitely feel like my brain is a bit fried right now and I'm trying my best um to keep this this story going because I mean, I know there's got to be someone listening right now that's lost a parent. And I uh, I know how it feels now and it's indescribable. And I actually have a really healthy relationship with death. But it just made it so confusing because we were talking over FaceTime and our conversations were about Easter. Our conversations were like, can you make it home? Like, how are we going to work this out? I don't think you should come home. I don't think you should get on another flight to a different city. It just doesn't make sense. That's fine. We'll figure it out. And my mom was so concerned over where to send my Easter basket. Guys, I'm 25 years old, but she just loves loves gifts she loves to give gifts and so I was staying at my friend Olivia's house for the past couple weeks and um you know she was just like thinking about making Olivia a a Easter basket as well and just confused on where to send it and uh, she just bought a new bike it's this little um not like a racing bike it's the opposite it's one of those cute little 70s 80s 90s almost little girl bike where it, it's kind of swoopy and it has a basket it's definitely a a more aesthetic bike than it is a mountain bike and it's adorable and she was so excited um and it's it's crazy uh her Christmas gift one of them was on back order I got her this robe from L.L. Bean and it was on back order till February and it's still it just arrived in my apartment and I still have yet to give it to her because I haven't seen her since Christmas, and it's um, it's really depressing to think that she won't get it, but there was just no preparation, you know? We were just talking about the most casual things. We were just planning through our days and talking about what we had to do tomorrow. There was no indication that there was... And I, she had no idea. She had no idea. We had no idea, and it's really 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 devastating um in terms of death I have dealt with quite a few deaths in my lifetime never half of who I am I've had a quarter of who I am pass away I've had grandparents pass away and because my mom was sick and my parents worked a lot my grandparents were very 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 involved in my upbringing super involved so I was very close particularly with my grandpa Bruce he was my mom's mom and he passed away right before I began my YouTube channel he passed away when I was in eighth grade guys he was my person we connected on some sort of spiritual level I I mean we just got each other that we had some unspoken bond he was the best I love that I got to have that relationship with him it was so special we were (laughs) such little slow pokes we would take our time we really lived in the moment we were we just had very similar personalities which is so funny because I mean my mom was the youngest so her her parents were definitely on the older side my mom had me when she was 34 so my grandpa was like in his 80s when I was in elementary school (laughs) and people would look and they're like 
what the heck do they even have in common? Like, what is this like little seven year old and this 80 year old man like giggling about? Like what, what is going on? I don't know. We just got each other. I mean, I remember when I was in second grade and I would fake sick all the time because I hated my teacher. I would always call him and we'd just go bird watching, bird calling, berry picking on nature walks. It, it was so fun. I love him. I loved him so much. And everyone knew, like, out of everyone in the family, like, he and I, we were each other's people. I mean, he had a, my grandma and him obviously loved each other absolutely so dearly. They got, they were the perfect couple. Um, (laughs) But, like, he and I were just, like, buddies, you know? And when he passed, um, when I was in eighth grade, he had gotten sick. He got pneumonia, if I remember correctly. And four days later, just gone. And I was in math class. And both my parents are math teachers. And... I got called out of class so I knew something was wrong because A, I was never allowed to miss school because my parents were teachers and they cared so much about attendance, but B, I was in math class. You know, that's their subject. I would never be pulled out unless it was something very important. And I walk down the stairs and I get into the lobby of my middle school and I see my dad and he takes off his sunglasses and his eyes are just bloodshot and so swollen and I knew and I dropped to the floor and I started screaming. I just screamed over and over again and everyone in the whole family was calling each other just how are we going to tell Lexi how are we going to tell Lexi this happened and I remember thinking this is by far the hardest death I'm ever going to experience in my life so anything after this I've already experienced the hardest thing I ever could I, I I've lost a parental figure and I've lost one of my best friends it can't get harder than this and that was 10 years ago in January he passed in 2011 and then after that, um, my, my dad's father passed when I was, I think, a senior in high school and his death was pretty tragic as well. He had gone blind and he was so smart. He was wicked smart. And I think a combination of his blindness and his, his age of him, you know, just naturally getting a bit more clumsy because of, you know, age and getting older just really drove him crazy and I don't think he could handle it anymore and then grandma Gladys was so precious and so adorable that was Bruce's wife and she was definitely in videos I definitely had videos with Gladys she was I mean she's my mom's mom and they are the same they are two peas in a pod they are absolute rays of sunshine she got dementia and you know when people get dementia they get grumpy they uh, no, no. My grandma would just smile and she would say, put me in the sun. Just get me a chair and I'll sit in the sun. And she would sit in the sun for hours. She just loved it. She loved being in the warmth. My mom was the exact same way. She would uh, call me when it was just slightly overcast and she's like, oh, it's so yucky. I can't wait for the sun to come out. And, you know, that was... I tried to tell her, I was like, there's beauty in rainy days. She's like, no, I don't get it. I don't like them. I don't like them. You and your father like them. I don't like them. And... So I had three out of my four grandparents pass. I still have Lola. I've got Lola's dog in my lap right now. Isn't that, oh, Bentley, you're so cute. You're so cute. Um, And then in 2019, in the summer, one of my school friends and my field hockey friends um, took her own life. And that one was really surprising you know they say that that you you just it's the ones you never expect and it really was I mean I would have never if I had to take a wild guess at 
anyone in my life who would have done that. She would have not even been top 100. So far from it, it was a total shock. And I remember also talking to my therapist about it and she said that, um, oh, I was I, sorry, trigger warning, trigger warning. I mean, this whole episode's about death. I'm sorry if that was shitty of me. I didn't even think of that. But like I'm saying, I, I I just have such a comfortable relationship with death. That does not mean that I'm not absolutely devastated about my mother. I'm just saying I know that death is inevitable. Although, um, at least my grandparents, I feel like they, they got to live out their life. My mom was 59. You know, she she hadn't even turned 60 yet. It's gone too soon. Gone too soon. Um... But my therapist, when I brought up my friend, she said the ones that don't, that are sure of their decision, they don't want anyone to change their mind, they keep a steady front until the very end. They will not show any signs of weakness because they don't, they don't want to change their mind. And that was a hard pill to swallow. And then... Then my mom, yesterday, I've done a lot of crying, a lot of, a lot of pausing and crying, and when I got here, back home, my friend Kaylee and her mom were here, and I just, I'm so glad to have someone by my side, everyone that I've been talking to, which is honestly not that many people, it's been so overwhelming, I am so glad that people are coming out of the woodworks to send me love and tell me a fun little memory they have of my mom. I love it so much. I just don't have the energy in me to respond. And I don't know why I have the energy right now to create this episode. I don't think it's going to make it an hour. I don't think I have that much in me, but I really felt like I could do it. I was, you know, what made me want to do this is I need to finish saying what I was saying earlier about Kaylee, but you know, what made me want to do this is your Instagram comments. Same thing. I don't know what possessed me to have the energy to create a post about my mom. I just went through my like last six months and found some fun videos and photos of my mom. Oh, some really, I have this beautiful video of her just in the sun in a sundress and smiling. Um, and the amount of comments and messages, you guys made me feel like I could do this. You made me feel so loved and so understood that I said I can make a podcast episode and I knew I was going to make one. I that was not there's not a doubt in my mind and I know I'm going to be talking about this on YouTube because I'm a feeler. I'm so comfortable with my feelings and I I let them show up and I honor them. And because of that, I've been able to create this channel and this podcast to to share not just here are five nail designs that you can do this summer but really talking about about really personal things and because that's been accepted it it makes it feel like when this happened that I have space and I don't need to put up a front I I'm I was lucky enough to have my internet presence really be who I am and I've never been so happy to have that as I am right now because I'm just thinking of other people who go through this and they have to go to their jobs and there's no way, there's no way that that's easy. That has to be impossible. And I'm so fortunate that, you know, this, this is an element of my job and I get to sit here and just be in my feels and talk about 
the death of my mother to you, and I find that to be so special. So special. So, so. I really care about you all a lot. And having messages that you care about me too has never been more than it has today. It really hasn't. I just feel really fortunate and really lucky to have found you. Um, where do I go from here? I can circle back to me just talking about Kaylee and everyone that I have talked to. Okay, that's where I was. Everyone that I've talked to, which hasn't been a lot. But the people I have talked to have said, you know, I didn't want to step on your toes because in these situations, some people would rather be alone and have their space. Other people want to be around everyone. And I'm surprised, but I want to be around everyone. I want all of my friends to visit. I want all of the love I can get. I mean, my one of my love languages is touch. And so I just need all of it. Like I need all the cuddles, all the hugs, all the back rubs, you know, that I can get. That's all I need right now. And my aunt booked a hotel room and I cried that she wasn't staying. It was so dramatic. But I mean, I've been crying all day. It's totally understandable. And Morgan's going to be here tomorrow. Um, I'm, it's so crazy. I was so, I'm so concerned about COVID. And now I'm just, just so concerned about seeing everyone. I do feel a little safer just because basically my entire family is vaccinated and, you know, the vaccines are just, I, I'm trying to think of someone, basically everyone I know has either gotten their first one or gotten both. Um, but it's just like, I get it now. I get how it's so low on the totem pole for some people because I remember, oh, this is so sad. So my mom's best friend passed in July. Oh, and she couldn't handle it. She... My mom was not, not good with those things. She, it's so funny, like, she just, her default was positivity because, I mean, that's, that was her survival tactic, right? Like, like I said, she had every reason in the world to, to complain, but she didn't. And so I think when bad things would happen, she really had trouble kind of like letting that surface and sitting in the bad just because who knows, maybe it could spiral into something worse that she wasn't prepared for or didn't know how to handle but when her best friend passed I mean she was crushed she was broken but didn't you know kept telling me I need to mourn this I need to I need to deal with this and it's so sad that she passed too but like I don't know what I believe in but I really really hope that they're together right now because they, they need each other you know I mean, my mom was such an angel. She really was. And her gifts, that's what's so funny. My mom and I were very different. We're, you know, like, in personalities, in in ways that we operate, we butted heads all through my teenage years, for sure, because she was so type A and I was so type B, and we could not understand each other, but we loved each other, and, and as I got older we we found our ways to get along and and found a lot of mutual appreciation for each other's differences and um where was i going with this um shoot can we take a minute let's just take a breathing stretch moment i always love when i remember to do that when i remember to do that in an episode so we're going to breathe in hold 
breathe out. Okay, so we're going to breathe in for four, hold for four, breathe out for four. Are we ready? Ready? Breathe in. Hold. Breathe out. All right. It still didn't come to my head. I don't know what I was saying. That my mom's just a total angel. I mean, any, I said this in my Instagram caption, just any angel tendencies that I possess, I completely credit them to her. She was the smiliest gal I've ever met. I mean, a total sweetheart, so pure. I mean, one of those people that you met and you're like, this woman needs to be protected at all costs. I remember what I was thinking. She really does. But one of our differences is was our love languages. She didn't, she wasn't good with touch, but she loved gifts. I mean, she would spend hours and hours, so many during every month finding some holiday to create a gift for me. I mean, fuck a grocery store advent calendar. This woman made me one every year and it was, oh, I need to go in and, and find those things because, you know, I thought, I thought she was going to live for a whole lot longer. And so for some of these things, like my advent calendar this year, every single day, there was a different inspirational quote. And last year, every single day was a different memory from the family, like just growing up, like a fun memory that we all had together. The year before, every single day was a recipe, a family recipe. The year before that, I believe it was the first year I moved to New York, and she put numbers on all these different matchboxes. And when I would slide open the matchbox, there were two champagne gummy bears and an activity to do in New York City. And the whole plan was like, bring a friend and like the champagne, there were two gummy bears. So like cheers with a friend and go off and do the activity. When I turned 18, she created a box, a giant box that she mailed to Los Angeles with 18 different gifts. All so thoughtful. I mean, the fact that this week her biggest stress was finding me an Easter, ba- figuring out where to send me an Easter basket, and on my birthday, stressing out like four of my friends trying to get a birthday bouquet delivered to Claudia's, like figuring out how, how to make that work. Once I finally got it, I got texts from four different friends being like, Did you get it? Did you get the bouquet? Like, your mom was telling me that, like, I, she wants to make sure you got it. I mean, I, I, she was too good, guys. She was too good. Now my dad and I don't have her, but I was lucky to experience her at all because, like I said, I mean, her family didn't even think she was going to make it to 20 years old, and she made it all the way to 59, and I'm grateful for the time that I got, but, you know, I was I was FaceTiming her two days ago. My last text to her, she was telling me about how Bentley, the dog, had gone on three walks and a bike ride because she got this new bike right with a basket and and she's been taking Bentley in the basket and Bentley loves it and you know I'm wearing her bathrobe right now because I got out of the shower and I didn't have one so I had to run to her closet and I I look in the mirror and I look like her you know I have her smile and I I have her ass (laughs) it's so funny I have her walk we walk the exact same way and I'm I'm glad that like I'm gonna have those aspects to carry on um but her love language being gifts and that not being my love language I just wish I could change it you know like I I've gotten so good at accepting gifts and if gifts are not your love language it is something that you can learn you can learn to accept gifts and 
and and handled the process with with grace because I used to be so awkward trust me I feel like a lot of people will feel me on this like you get a gift and like I reactions are so complicated and you don't want to like give a performance and it's so obvious on your face if you don't like it like if someone ever gave me a kind of shitty or random gift I it was too obvious on my face um but I just know like I always appreciated the gifts that my mom gave me and I mean she got me a bouquet for my birthday right but she still got me a gift even before that before I left for California she gave me one of those boxes that you open and the butterflies fly out and and the rose petals and there was cake in the middle with photos of us and then before that she had gotten me one of those like vibe pros the like Theragun what are they called like the massage things (laughs) she asked me what I wanted for my birthday and I said that and she ordered it and it came the next day which was like mid-February my birthday is March 15th and because it came so soon she wasn't expecting it she's like all right well that doesn't count as your birthday gift like we got to do it again I mean she just went so above and beyond and she just loved to like (laughs) just like watch me do whatever I was doing like I did a video or when I was little and I was just doing my homework or painting like she was just so in awe of her child (laughs) you know just being like a bratty little middle schooler it's like get away I'm not even doing anything interesting like leave me alone (laughs) stop and now I'm like I would love for you to knock on the door and just be like I'm being nosy I just want to see what you're up to like I'm I'm gonna miss that (sighs) the I just I'm so, so sad and so surprised, but I did feel like I could handle this, and I know it's only been 35 minutes, but I, I'm glad that I got to share this little time with you, and there's not going to be a question portion to today's episode because I, I don't want one, simply put. I just wanted to come on here and share my life update. I really expected to be spending this episode saying, hey, I'm still in California. Who knows how long I'm going to be here? I really like it. I'm so confused on what to do because I I love living on the East Coast. My whole family is here, but God, California is so beautiful and I have so many friends there and it just, uh, it's it's so lovely, you know? I had to write an apology post to Los Angeles because I'm so dramatic. Um, I don't know how long some of you have been following, but I'm sure a few of you have been following since I moved to Los Angeles when I was 18. And I mean, I left and came to New York so bitter of Los Angeles. I hated it. I had nothing positive to say. I thought it was the worst place in the world just because my I didn't understand it. I didn't understand it. And I came back and was just there with a whole new perspective. I had grown up. I was young. You know, I moved there. I graduated high school and I moved there. I was so young and so unaware. And coming back even just a few years later with a whole new head on my shoulders, I love it. You know, I think there's so much beauty and I had such a great time and I would still be there if it weren't for the circumstances, but I just wanted to let you all know what is what has been happening, and I'm still going to post my Los Angeles vlog because I still want you to see it, and I kind of have too much footage, so my original plan was to put it into two videos because then I, you know, I have, like, sponsors coming up. I'm so confused on what to do. I have a lot of, like, very exciting plans. I was about to sign with a new podcast network, which, I mean, guys, <laughs> I don't know how that's going to go because... 
they wanted me to sign April 1st, which is tomorrow, and I'm going to post this episode tomorrow, and there's definitely no way this is going to make it on a new network. I still record with Anchor. I don't know how to record or post anywhere but Anchor. My intro and outro sound is done through Anchor, and I just think I need a little bit more time to figure out those details. I also, I I don't know if I can say that one yet because I'm not on contract, but I have my YouTube sponsors that are coming up, and I'm Oh, I just, I feel like I'm putting my management through the ringer, just, you know, first saying, like, I think everything needs to be shipped to California, I imagine myself being here for a long time, and now just saying, like, I think everything needs to be redirected to Virginia, but who knows, who knows, oh, my poor mother, she, she lent me her car, and I've been using her car and having it in New York just so I could come home and visit, and just, you know, have it just for the convenience, because, obviously during COVID, like public transportation was a little freaky and, you know, taking the public bus, which is how I used to get home, was just not a very smart option if I did want to see my mom. Anyway, um, she wanted it home by Easter and now, you know, like the, the like sick joke is like, now you get a car. It's like, I don't want a car. I want my mom. It's, it's gonna be okay though. I really don't want you guys to worry about me because I'm in a very secure place with myself. I'm, I'm not, I'm not a fragile girl, but I am a feeler and, you know, I just had a, a, a tragedy. So obviously, I'm, I'm sad, but do not worry. I know that I can deal with this and I can, I can make it through and just because it's sad doesn't mean it's too much. Well, I will carry on and I will be posting on my YouTube channel and I will be documenting this because my feelings right now are super new. This is all very, very fresh and I know that as time goes on, I'm going to have different thoughts and different perspectives and maybe some fun memories. Um, I, I'm glad that I got to open up here today and if any of you have lost a parent or have lost a friend and you have any (laughs) you want to reach out I'm all ears I'm all ears I promise you and I love you all so so much and I will see you in another episode very soon xoxo Lexi Mm -hmm.